Welcome back to Red Dice Stories with John and Anna. Hi. And today we're going to be talking about the Obliviax. Okay, so I've got to admit, until I came across this while looking for monsters to put up for our Twitter poll, I hadn't really heard of the Obliviax before, to be no, honest. No, me. And I've not found a great deal about it. I mean, we know it's in the, the mm-hmm. First Ed Monster Manual 2. I know that it was in the Second Ed Monstrous Compendium 2. And I think it was in the Fourth Edition Monster Manual 3. But I don't have that, so what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. But anyway, love, what does it say about the Obliviax in a First Edition Monster Manual 2? It says it's an evil black moss. Okay. Uh has the power to steal memories from other people when an intelligent creature is within 60 feet save versus spells or it steals memories okay and it steals the last 24 hours including your spells if you've memorized spells so i can see that being quite brutal if you've got a dirty magic user in your group yeah yeah. Yeah. So then, once it's got somebody's memories, yeah. If it gets attacked, it can make a part of the moss turn into a copy of whoever it stole the memories from. All oh, right. Okay. So like a little starling. miniature doppelganger. A lot homunculus starling. It's referred to as a mossling. <laughs> it remains attached to the parent moss. And it can cast any spells that the moss has absorbed. So if you like target a wizard, you can suck out some of its spells and make a little mini moss wizard that like can fire the spells yeah. back. That's pretty cool. Now, it doesn't say how big they are, but in the next paragraph, it says that you can eat the mossling. You get a save versus poison, and then you get the memories, including the spells. I can see that leading to some crazy hijinks. Yeah. If your group's got someone that's been a bit shady, their memories and their spells get stolen, someone else then eats that creature and ends up with the shady guy's memories of the day before so he knows what the guy's been up to. Um, it's an interesting thing as well if you're a bad guy and, may, and maybe you're looking to get some like info from someone and you're like they'll never talk lead mm-hmm. them into the Obliviax and then you like eat it later on mm-hmm. well I must say there's one thing I'm disappointed with in this monster and that's aside from the fact that slightly weird and wibbly like artwork is the fact that the that it's listed also as being called Memory Moss now Memory Moss is nowhere near as cool a name as Obliviax Obliviax sounds like an 80s E-Man villain <laughs> so what was it like the next time it turned up okay well in the second ed monstrous compendium 2 again it's described as a black moss with an evil nature and it can steal memories from intelligent creatures it's described as specifically being a bane to wizards and it gives you a little bit of a sort of advice on how to use it in combat it can still sense people within 60 feet who are intelligent and it attempts to steal their memories, but it's described as being quite selective. So it specifically targets like wizards and clerics and your spellcasters first before sort of like working its way down the tree, so to speak. 
We've got, it tells us here that if an Obliviax with stolen memories is attacked in one round, it forms part of itself into the tiny Mossling. Mm -hmm. um, you can still eat it to regain the stolen memories. You still get a save versus poison. We're given a little bit more about the habitat and society. We're told it grows in tropical to temperate climates, but like it doesn't really like too moist an environment. So it doesn't grow in water or in the cold or anything like that. It's not uncommon to find patches on tree trunks, fallen logs, etc. The normal places you'd find moss, basically. While it does have intelligence and is aware of other mosses nearby, it doesn't act in concert with other like coniferous mosses and intelligent mosses and stuff like that. Because basically it doesn't like sharing. It wants all those sweet, sweet memories and spells to itself. Although small colonies of it can sometimes be found in tunnels and caverns. In the ecology section we get another sort of little bit about you know you can regain the memories by eating the moss anyone who gains spells by eating the obliviax can cast them but the memories fade after 24 hours and we're told as i suggested earlier evil creatures sometimes transplant them near their lair so it acts as a guardian obliviax powers can't penetrate lead so the moss can be carried to the new location in a lead box Spies use this lead box trick to snare secrets from unsuspecting victims. Apparently, you can also use it to, as part of like the ingredients, in a potion of forgetfulness. And its spores can be distilled down into an elixir that restores previously lost memories. Okay, so in terms of using this in the game, I think this is a creature where if you want to use it as more than just like a, a sort of random like hazard with a bit of an interesting twist for people you're really going to have to sort of expand on it a bit because as we've just been sort of chatting to each other before we did this, as it is, it's really just like a moss with like one cool trick, you know, it steals mm -hmm. spells and you can eat it, to, you can eat the little mosslings to get the spells back. That's pretty much all there is to it. it. It's like a trap with a delusion of grandeur, really. But if you look into the idea of like memory stealing that's been done in yeah, like various other media there's a, there's lot, of a scope. lot of interesting horoscope in horoscope yeah um a lot a lot of interesting ways you can use theft of memory in a story i think what would be a cool idea is you know those sort of like oceans 11 style films where you're like the heist and they're like mm. right this is how the plan went down and they sort of work it backwards mm. i can imagine starting off a session and you start off the players in some way random a few of them have got like minor injuries and you just like you or maybe you like finish off the last session oh you all go to bed at the tavern or whatever then they wake up and it's like oh you, you stood in the middle of like a burning building like over someone with a sword and then you sort of work backwards so they like piece together what happened during the day and then at the end of that, they're sort of like they're attacked by the Obliviax and they lose the memories. Yeah, so dude, where's my car stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that could work. And it, I think it'd be quite cool because it's like a sort of investigation scenario, but it's like in reverse. And also, as you sort of play out sections of the day, I think the player characters could be a bit more sort of free to do what they want because they know they're not going to die because they're there sort of at the end. So maybe they can like afford certainly in like slightly more like lethal like old school games they can afford to be a bit more sort of freewheeling and heroic because they sort of describe it because i mean obviously mm. it would need some planning from the gm because you, you'd have to sort of maneuver things a little bit and sort of massage the details but i think if you kept sort of like the end sort of thing pretty vague and then sort of like worked it backwards and you got your player buy-in that could be quite interesting and obviously you crowd it off with 
and the, like, then you remember like getting attacked by this black moss and the next thing you know you were sort of opening your eyes and you you were stood on this burning building or whatever so I think that could be quite cool I think another interesting possibility is thinking about how all these memories and the absorption of them affects the actual creature because it's implied it's intelligent which means presumably obviously we know in game terms that it just absorbs spells and that's all it does it lets it cast spells but if you extrapolate on that a bit and you think well if this creature is intelligent presumably it's got its own memories because it's intelligent how would that be impacted by absorbing the memories of others now it's obviously capable to a lesser extent of becoming these people because it can be it can form the sort of mottlings and stuff like that but you have to wonder if it absorbed say the memories from 10 people let's say would it become like some weird like gestalt sort of personality of those memories mashed together because i think pretty much by and large we're sort of the the people we are is made up of like what memories we have see i got the feeling that the moss itself yeah while yes it would have this mash of 10 people's memories yeah it is moss it doesn't really care it doesn't think like a person whereas maybe the mosslings i would make those 10 individual little creatures just for the simplicity of keeping track of who's got whose memory unless i wanted to get really really complicated with the whole player group mixing up each other's memories all the time see i think you're absolutely right and at the start the the moss it's moss it doesn't think like a human Mm -hmm. but would it think like a human once it had human memories in it because the only reason it doesn't think like a human is because it isn't but if you absorb like these this this sort of memory essence of these people would you effectively become more like them well it doesn't affect anyone else for 24 hours which sort of implies that it would take 24 hours for it to digest so yeah maybe it does think like that human for those 24 hours to some degree along with having its own agenda because it's defending itself of course it is yeah yeah. you'd like to think that if something did think like you it would want to help you because you're you yeah but thing thing is though if let's say let's say i'm the person whose memory has been taken by the obliviax and the obliviax is now thinking like me and suddenly it's looking at another, <laughs> it's looking at another version of itself that, um, that, that, that's, that's going to survive. Are you implying that the Obliviax might want some extra dinners because it thinks like you do? That's right, yeah. It could be like, well, watch your master chef and eating loads of food. But let's say, if I was in the place of the Obliviax and I find myself looking at like a better version of me, effectively, one that's going to last and go on, like... Whereas after 24 hours, I'm just going to go back to being mossed. I'm not sure I would want to help it out, to be perfectly honest. Well, no, you probably wouldn't. But what I'm saying is you probably wouldn't be hungry enough to want to eat the next person that's coming along Well, well, the the thing I'm wondering is if the moss absorbs these human characters, and presumably it doesn't get to the end of 24 hours and like boom all the memories are gone presumably they start sort of like fading away in 24 hours just when they're already gone now if you're thinking like a human and you've got used to it maybe you like thinking like a human and suddenly you like sense like your your memories fading and ebbing away and you're going to go back to just being moss 
and you're like oh the only way i can like extend this and like keep my level of intelligence is if i absorb some more memories might you not want to go out and do that and i think there's a, a good concept for a horror session i also think mm-hmm. what could be quite interesting um Obviously, you probably wouldn't be able to do this in a campaign unless you did it as like a, a random like side thing. Like, you know, maybe not all your players have turned up. Mm-hmm. Is if you had the if you had the players like playing sort of like versions of their character, like and they've heard about this like evil sort of like doppelganger or whatever of them that's knocking about, and then you slowly reveal that actually they're the Obliviacs. Yeah, that could work too. And I mean, you could do you could do that as a one shot, obviously, mm-hmm. but you could also do it in a campaign. You start mm-hmm. like a random side like mission, where like they find out at the end like they're the Obliviacs, and then they can go back to playing like the proper version of their character. The sort of week after, I think there's a lot you can do with like playing on memory. And so we know there's a lot of like sci-fi games, like transhuman games, where you can like download your memories into stuff, and you you can change bodies and stuff like that. But I think it's an interesting thing to potentially play with in D&D. But as we've said, you really have to sort of extend this creature a bit to get the most out of it. Although if you do just want to use it as like some weird like trap monster, knock yourself out, you can certainly do that. But I think that's about it for our show on the Obliviacs. Hopefully we've given you some ideas. If you've got any ideas for how you'd use them in your game, or perhaps you want to call in and talk to us about something else, or give us some suggestions for future episodes, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can drop us a voicemail message using the SpeakPipe website. There's a link in the description below. Or if you're having trouble with that, some people have said they have been doing, especially on mobiles, we still have our old Anchor account that's active. If you go on Google and type in Anchor plus Red Dice Diaries, then you'll find that and you can leave us a voicemail on there. Alternatively, you can send us an email, perhaps with an audio file attached to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. Until we speak to you again, take care, stay safe, and happy gaming. Bye.